Welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit with Brittany Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit. I am your host, Brittany Johnson, and as you see, I am here by myself. Oh my God. My co host, um, he had to take a break for a second, but he will be back. Kevin will be back. So please, nonetheless, don't don't think that nothing happened because he will be back. All right. But um, thank you all so much for coming and joining us today. I want to hop into our nonprofit news. So today we are talking about the International Rescue Committee, IRC. They announced a $10 million grant from Conrad Hilton Foundation to implement a three-year project designed to improve early childhood development and job opportunities amongst refugees and their host communities in Uganda. Oh my God, like that is wonderful. Can we get some of that money over in Georgia? Can we get some of that money? Like, that's wonderful. $10 million, you know you can do with $10 million in Uganda? That goes a long way. So, congrats to them and their um, recent development with this grant. Um, and moving forward, our service highlight for today, we are highlighting Ayana Space Incorporated. And the founder is Nakisha Jackson. And the mission and deliverables, their mission is to um, provide holistic care services for women living with HIV AIDS ages from 18 to 30. They understand that the diagnosis of HIV can be multifaceted and wants to ensure that the women are equipped to take care of every areas of their life. They ensure that they go beyond the diagnosis because they are more than just HIV. And so in that, you can follow them on social media. You can follow them on Facebook at Ayana Space. You can follow them um, they have a website at ayanaspace.org, org, and on Instagram at ayanaspace, I-N-C. Please go check them out. I know we're coming up on World coming up on World um, AIDS Day. So that would be um, a great thing to even highlight to just knowing that this information and what they're doing because not just men they're living with it, but it's also women too. So please, 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 please make sure that you check them out and get informed. Know and know your status. So that's all who we're highlighting today in our service highlight. Please go check out Ayana Space. They're a great organization and they're doing great work. Now, the moment you all have been waiting for. The one, the only founder and executive director of God Outreach, Mr. Neil Phillips. He is the founder and executive director of God Outreach. Got it, Outreach. Neil Tell us about yourself and your organization. Yes, thank you very, very much for having me. I'm extremely honored and humbled to be here with you all and speaking on behalf of Guide Outreach. So again, my name is Neil Phillips and I serve as founder and executive director of Guide Outreach. I attended the University of West Georgia where I was able to earn my degree in business management. I'm also a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. 
Um, at, at this point, God, yes, yes, the good brothers. <laughs> God Outreach has been serving communities since 2018, and we obtained a 501c3 status in December of, of 2020. So our, our main purpose is providing resources, training, and mentorship to underserved communities or populations um, in the areas of education, mental health, and professional development. That's wonderful. So how does your nonprofit correlate with you and your passion? Uh, I would say just being able to serve as, a, as an ally. I'm very passionate about serving as an ally, um, stepping into assisting, gaining voices for those who may not have a voice. Mm-hmm. So um, I would also say that I'm passionate about supporting youth and gaining freedom to accomplish the things that they truly want to accomplish in life um, with the hopes of developing leaders that have a love of service and giving back to the communities that they come from. So um, I would say that that's one of our, our driving forces well, that's good. That's good. Cause I, and so really I also want to know what is, what really got you on this path to start this nonprofit? I would say just, wow. For one, being present in, in different communities as I've come up and seeing some of the things that were lacking, um, mm-hmm. seeing some areas of need also in, in later on in life and seeing a lot of the, challenges, the obstacles, um, and potentially shortcomings of peers, some who were the smartest people in class or the the best athletes or just people who were uh, highly sought out at that time who may have went in directions that didn't fall in line with those things. And a lot of times you have to wonder uh, what caused that. The cause can be different when people could be life challenges in one case. It could be having severe doubters. It could be depression. It could be a variety of things. but yeah, those are those are just a couple of things. So now, let me ask you this: Have you ever experienced any of those things? Yes, I would definitely say um, struggling in the area of, of mental health. Um, okay. More times and obstacles that I faced in my own life, shortcomings. At, at one point in high school, I fractured my vertebrae. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't able to play football anymore at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, about during college, of which I, I earned a basketball scholarship, um, and when I reported to the university, I suffered injuries that um, at that time I found it wasn't best for me to continue pursuing athletics as a whole. So um, being being 18 years old, being fresh on the college scene, being fresh to college, um, it's a lot to balance when you're the things that, you know, you've worked your whole life for are are taken away. Um, It put me in a deep hole, but luckily I had people who poured into me um, that allowed me to come out of that hole. So I wanted to serve um, in those areas not only from what I'm seeing and hearing in the community, but also from the things that, that I've experienced uh, myself, because um, those are the things that I can provide the most knowledge and insight on is those things that I have battled um, on my head. Well, that's good. I'm glad someone was able to pour into you. So now I feel like that you are uh, doing the same in return and pouring into other youth and helping them and developing their skills and honing on their skills so that they can see the great potential that they have, not just with uh, athletics, but just using their mind and being able to strengthen that that muscle because it is a muscle that you're using. It is a muscle and it needs to be flexed. one thing that I really yeah, it needs to be flexed a lot. And one thing that I realized, especially in working with young people, it takes one bout or one instance of doubt or one instance of shooting down an idea, a goal or aspiration, mm-hmm. and that can be the end of that. It you know, all it downhill from there. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person to have doubt in that goal. And I think a lot of times we overlook 
the the impact and effect that that has on young people and their development and moving forward. Um, where I think a lot of times we need to focus on just the uplifting piece, right? Everybody's going to have their own goals, uh, their own things that they want to accomplish, but uh, being mindful of not uh, pushing any one idea or any one uh, career path or, or opportunity on young people, but meeting them where they are, understanding what it is that they want to accomplish, and then from there providing them with the support, uh, the resources, and then uh, the uplifting for them to get to that point. Exactly, exactly. So now I, I, I want to um, talk more about your nonprofit and uh, its trials and tribulations. Yes. What are some of the things that you have seen, you know, as a, a, a CEO and founder, you know, of your nonprofit? What are some of the trials and tribulations you have faced and how did that mold you into the person you are today? So first, I'll start with the challenges that I faced as, as someone as being a founder and an executive director. And then I'll transition to some of the challenges that maybe we face as an organization mm-hmm. um, and serving as a founder and executive director. Uh, you have this great idea and these great things that you want to do and accomplish within the community. Um, you get very excited about it. You're very passionate about it. And a lot of times you expect that those who are around you, whether that's family, friends or whatever the case may be, peers, will have the same, yeah, the same level of excitement. They're ready to dive in and support and ready to do whatever it is you need. And what I realized is that the reality is, is not that. And, and what I learned, don't even think. Exactly. And, and, and what I learned from that, though, was I found myself getting uh, to a point where I was doing what I was doing to prove and show like, hey, this is why you should have been supporting or hey, you, you missed out on not supporting. But then I soon realized, like, hey, it, it, that's it not the matter right. at this point. Not only does it not matter, but when you're trying to put positive things into the community and uplift others, why focus on on things what's that not. you what's not? So yeah. what I did was redirect, and it, it, it was like a a moment of having to uh, come to an understanding with myself of what what is the why behind what you're doing. The why being wanting to make a change for young people, mm-hmm. wanting to put young people in a position to succeed. And that's what I told myself that, that I will put my energy towards that. I'll find my joy in that and that joy to keep me pushing forward. So I would say the biggest obstacle in the beginning was just um, allowing that to bother me, that I wasn't getting all the support that I thought I should have or that everybody wasn't reposting or everybody wasn't resharing or people weren't at the events. And at that time, it seemed like a hurtful thing. But in the end, realizing that it's not necessarily fair for me to expect that because this is my passion. This is an organization that, you know, I've put a lot of time into making sure that we're, we're having meaningful impact. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is all something I'm passionate about. Right. So right. I can't force anybody else or be upset with somebody else. For not, for not seeing the same thing that you're seeing, for not being yeah. the same visionary, had the same vision that you're having. Yeah. And that's um, one thing that um, I will say too, that it, it, it is definitely, you have to change your mindset. It's a cognitive reframing that has to take place in order for one to really walk into the uh, executive position and with the realization that, hey, whomever, whomever is going to support and that's what matters. Like I cannot focus on what's not. I have to focus on what is and press forward with that. Like once... You come in that realization, it's uphill from here. You may have some hills, some valleys, some bumps in the road, but those are easy to overcome once you have that change in perspective. 
at what point did that perspective change for you? It changed once I had that that conversation with myself, that sit down and, mm-hmm. and lock in with myself of again, just acknowledging the why, staying true to the why. And, and once I, you know, had that moment with myself, I said, "This, this is the focus. This is what you need to uh, keep your mind on, and really praying on it, and um, just trying to seek guidance where I where I could, and, and, and pushing through in that area." But I would say definitely when I took took the time to really think about it uh, and, and, and deeply think about it amongst myself, and really consider the why is when it kind of it switched for me. Now, from an organizational standpoint, some of the obstacles that you face in the beginning is just that. You want to make a change in the community. You you want to have an impact. You want to do nice things for other people. You want to put them in positions to succeed. But in the beginning, I found that when you're approaching, uh, whether it be communities, individuals, organizations, that sometimes um, they're looking for that big name um, as opposed to taking the support uh, in real time. So in the beginning, that was very difficult for me in, in trying to understand, like, hey, I'm just trying to do the right, right thing. But we want our organization to do the right thing. And that's why we're here, um, regardless of stature or things of that nature. Um, but again, I stopped wondering why in that case and just continued to focus on the work that needed to be done, considering mm-hmm. um, the task at hand. And then in due time, those very same things happen. These organizations that I wanted to work with previously um, are now more willing to work. Grant opportunities, maybe that. Um, mm-hmm. I psyched myself out of it saying, ah, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Psyched my own self out of that. So that's what I'm trying to help these young people avoid, right? Psyched myself out of it and avoided it. But in coming to that realization, it, it, it also did boost my confidence in the end. And it, it forced me to step outside of my comfort zone. It forced me to build and really um, take my focus on, off of necessarily what other people or other organizations are doing. And it made me lock in more on what I need to do, uh, what organizationally we need to do to accomplish uh goals that we have so focusing less on the outside focusing more on the inside and stepping outside your comfort zone that's huge too because you're gonna always find yourself doing things that you didn't think that you were capable of doing here's one of them right now do it it's like yeah okay yeah, this is, this. this is one of those one of those things right now. And even in talking to young people, I, this is an example I always bring up it, when speaking is just I absolutely feared public speaking. I was terrified to speak publicly. This this sort of interaction here, I, my clothes will be sweaty. I, my forehead, I'll be shiny. I'll be sweaty. But I had to step out of my comfort zone because I saw greater, greater things down the line and uh, I couldn't avoid public speaking because what I saw for myself, I knew that that was something that was a requirement. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. so, so that, those are the same things that we encourage for young people. We want them to step outside of the comfort zone. We want them to try new things. We want them to be exposed to new things because you never know what's out there until uh, it's presented to you, until somebody speaks to you about it or maybe you're coached on it. And it opens a lot of new doors. So that's we want to be the ones that help help those young people open those doors. Exactly, because you are the founder and executive director, so you are the face. That's it. You that's are right. the face. When they when they see God outreach, they see you. When they see you, they see God outreach. And that's that's exactly what we're trying to embody at all times. And just and that's again another lesson behind it. You never know who's watching, you never know who's who's inspired behind the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So again, that's why it's important to not be discouraged by those outside factors. Focus exactly. on the exactly exactly you want to get to. So I know you touched on resources and the 
an expectancy of some of the resources that you were receiving, grants you were receiving. Can you touch on some of the resources that you would suggest for someone that's looking to start a nonprofit? Yes, I would say, well, for one, before I even get into resources, it's just a, a few general things that I would recommend and then I'll, okay. I'll try the resources. One thing that I would say is plan in advance, right? Really, really put this plan together. If you want to have a nonprofit, put this together, put it down um, on paper, get you a Word document, type out what it is that you want to do um, because going in blind can get sloppy. Um, it can make things a little bit harder for you than they need to be. I would also say what I mentioned earlier, not getting discouraged uh, by those outside factors and staying focused on on the why behind everything that you're doing. I will also say it's very beneficial to begin developing your team um, early or, or having people around you that you know can provide you support, insight, or just keep it real with you when maybe an idea is not the best or maybe that uh, they have a great idea. So developing that team, developing your board, I would I would have recommend having those people in mind yeah. um, as you develop. Another thing being the website. Um, what I realized in having the website is you can't create your email tagline that says for us info at guideoutreach.org if you don't have a guideoutreach.org, right? Yep. So having that email in place so that you can utilize things, a, a resource such as Google Workspace, um, to have your company email items such as the the 990 EZ form to be able to submit for your, your 501c3 status, mm -hmm. uh, being familiar with the Georgia Secretary of State if you're in Georgia, um, being familiar with that and understanding the processes of, of actually starting your business ahead of getting the 501c3 status. Um, those are a couple of things that I would, that I would recommend. Um, additional resources, donor box, um, mm -hmm. You have uh, uh, PayPal. There, there's a number of resources. Yes, a number of resources out there. And it's really just about preference because some of them will highlight different things. Mm -hmm. um, one, thing, one thing may be more important to you than the other. Donor relations may be more important for you. Connecting with the community to find out impact areas may be important for you. So there are a variety of resources out there. I would encourage you to do your homework. In addition to the resources that we're talking about here, I would encourage you to try to do your homework to figure out what works best um, for you and your organization and in the direction that you're, that you're seeking to go. Uh, another thing that I would recommend that was helpful in the beginning in, in trying to get support from organizations mm -hmm. uh, would be the local community grants that you are able to apply for through, let's right. just say, a Walmart or Sam's Club. Um, in those cases, the, the recipients are up to the discretion of a, of a store manager. Mm -hmm. um, so you have all means to go in there and introduce yourself and make that connection with hopes of eventually getting the grant. I was just so, about to say, yeah. um, especially with the Walmart grant, um, right. I would suggest fill the application out online and then follow up by going in person with the letter stating what you're trying to do and a business card so that they can follow up. Or I know when I did it, the man sat there right right there with me and told me, all right, so he slipped in my uh my name and, and pushed forward. So that it can happen that way. And so it's definitely the store managers who holds the cards and who can also dictate the amount that you receive. So it's definitely important to go to them face to face. Yeah. And again, you never know who's watching. I went to one of our, our local stores here that, that did award us with a grant. And coincidentally enough, that organization had was already following 
um, our nonprofit page on Instagram. It was already aware of some of the things that we were doing, and it was just that much easier in building the connection, um, gaining the support, and then you know having that for the long run. So I would say, don't be afraid. We talked about stepping out of the comfort zone earlier, but don't be afraid to have those conversations. There's no person that's too big for you to speak with. There's no there's no company that's that's above you. There's no there's no one above you when it, when it comes to trying to find solutions to impact the community. So don't, the don't same level at this point, you all absolutely. are on the same level. You and, have and to sit at the same table. Absolutely. And I, I, I learned from that fear. I'm telling you now, avoid that. I had that fear. I had that, those, those instances mm-hmm. of God. Well, maybe we're not there yet. Maybe I should talk to this person later. Once we get there. At a time is now. You have to have that conversation today, yesterday. Right. Uh, and you have that conversation with yourself like, Oh, we can do this. I can do this. Like it's no, it's no turning back right now. It's no stopping us. Like I'm here. I'm the face. I'm the executive director. I have to show up at all times. I'm, I'm, I can be in this room. I can have a seat at this table at any point. Absolutely. Period. So, um, lesson to those who start a nonprofit show up. Be present, understand, be confident, and when you're showing up, know that you are you are capable and able to step in any room, any boardroom, and have any seat at the table. And if they don't give you a seat, create your own table at this point. Right. So, um, Neil, this was great. I enjoy talking to you always. You always dropping gems. Now, Thank can you. we tell the listeners how they can follow you and where they can follow you at on all yes. social media platforms? Yes, yes. Please give us a follow on Instagram at guide underscore outreach. That's G-U-I-D-E underscore outreach. O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H. You can also follow us on Facebook with just straight guide outreach, no underscores. And then also on Twitter at guide underscore outreach. You can reach us by email at info at guideoutreach.org. We're always glad to talk business and, and opportunities to support the community. We're always glad for, for any opportunity to, to uplift. So we appreciate that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Neil, again, thank you so much for your time. And I hope that people are able to um, take notes because um, you um, dropped a lot of gems today. So um, please, we look forward to seeing the great work that you all are doing. Um, do you have any upcoming events that you would yeah. like to announce? Yes, uh, just a couple of things coming up with the holiday season approaching. Uh, we do have a, a couple of gift giveaways. Um, both are in collaboration with uh, Child Services in the, in the Douglas County um, Education System. Okay. Uh, we will be looking for volunteers. Uh, we're looking to set these up as opportunities for parents to come out and shop. Of course, the items are free, but we're making it a, a personalized shopping experience for those families, nice. uh, okay. allowing them to pick up gifts of which they will bring back to their children. And, okay. and the children are to know that those gifts came from their parents. Also, um, we are relaunching our one of our uh, STEM scholarships going into uh, preparing for the uh, the upcoming semester. So we're looking to release that here at the end of November, supporting a student that's going to be starting their spring semester here um, in undergrad and in the area of STEM. And then also um, we have a day of the young man coming up with um, Douglas County Parks and Rec in February, which will be pouring into young men, giving them different tools and resources to, to put themselves ahead, uh, coachings, trainings, and all sorts of fun. So. Oh, when is the event in um for the Christmas the uh, toy drive? When is that? We will be having one on December the hold on 
one second. December the 19th and 20th. Um, okay. It'll be a two-day thing because the schools are actually out. Um, right now, the 19th and 20th are tentative because of the schools being out. Um, okay. They have to open back up for the items to be placed there. Um, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh, no. So the schools have to be opened up for, for the setup, but the schools will also be in break at that time. So um, we're just working out the, the logistics of having those dates in place, locations in place. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's good. Let me know. Let me know if I can come out and be some support. Um, I would love to come out and help. Um, I'm always, yeah. I'm not too far from Douglasville, so just let me know. Okay. I will definitely let you know. So we can share it and post it on us on our platform as well. We'll do. We'll okay. do. I appreciate you all. No problem. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, Neil. All right. Thank you. Thank you all for your time and thank you all again for the opportunity. Awesome. No problem. Thank you, Neil, for that interview. We are greatly appreciative of your gems that you have dropped today. Now it's time for a motivational moment by Miss Joanne Dean. Greetings and blessings to you. I am Joanne Dean, founder of Inspired by Joanne, a community created for the professional woman to pause from pouring into everyone else, reconnect with herself and own who she is through life coaching, messages of inspiration, and the Faith Circle community. Today's inspiration comes from Ephesians 2 and 10. It's a simple message that says, you are God's masterpiece. What a powerful reminder of who you are. I challenge you to stop playing small and to step into all that you are. We need you. Until next time, continue to walk by faith. And remember, it all begins with you. Take care. Thank you so much, Ms. Dean. You are a true inspiration. Thank you for your motivational moments. They are always inspiring and uplifting and mo most importantly, motivational. So I want everybody um, to follow us on all social media platforms. Um, look us up on the podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, all that great stuff. Follow us on Let's Talk Nonprofit ATL on Instagram. And thank you, Miss Joanne Dean, for that motivational moment. So please, 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 please remember to follow, 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 follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Let's Talk Nonprofit ATL. It's the same for Facebook. Let's Talk Nonprofit ATL. Go to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Nonprofit. LinkedIn at Let's Talk Nonprofit. Our website, www.letstalknonprofit.org. Please click like, share our videos, comment, do all that great stuff, right? And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Audible, um, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, all that great stuff. Please check us out, listen to us, tell us what you think, comment on our posts, like our posts, share our posts, tell a friend. 
spam everybody. Uh, spam it to like five or ten friends. Just let us let them know that hey, check out Let's Talk Nonprofit. They are a really great show, don't you think? So check us out, please. Thank you. And as always, let's talk about it. Thank <laughs> you.